Nashville, episode 44, let's go, let's go. I have a lot to say in a little bit of time. I actually have all the time I need. This is my podcast and I can go along as I need. But, you know, I like to do 20, 30 minutes the most, kind of like my sex life. But you already know, the people that follow me on Instagram, you guys already know that it was a fun-filled activity weekend for me. It was cracking. It was fun. I was living my best life this weekend. That's for sure. It started in um, my model for the weekend. And it was a joke. It was my bachelor weekend. Last weekend of being single. It was all fun and games. But it looks like, without getting into details, it looks like I'm being single for a really long time still. <laughs> That's a whole different story. I'm not going to get into it right now. Maybe, whatever. I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about my weekend and how I went. You guys know I went to Vegas. As soon as I got to Vegas, I checked in my room. My cousin got me. I thought I'd stay in his little penthouse thing. But he got my own room at the area. Aria. I can't say it. Whatever. That thing, That place. I stood there. Had my own suite. It was nice. And when I got there, my cousin, um, he told me to check in. I guess when you're like, via, trust me, I'm not, I'm, I'm not this guy. I'm not the baller guy. So it was all kind of cool. He goes, you go into your own special check-in for VIP check-ins. You don't go with the fucking peasants. So I went to the back. It's like, it just, it's a different lifestyle. Even when checking in, everybody's just treats you. It's, and you know, it's funny when you have money. People treat you way different. It's a different lifestyle. So I'm checking in. And the girl up there, she, was, she, she wasn't giving me a hard time checking in on my name. Because the room is supposed to be under my name. But it was still under my cousin's name. Because he put it under his name. Whatever. So I go, well, my cousin said my cousin. So I called the host, my cousin host. Because I guess when you're like a high roller baller, you have your own host. And they take care of everything for you. They have a limo at the airport pick you up. So on and so on. So I called the host. Have the host on speakerphone. I want him to settle this. He starts yelling at the girl that's working the desk. Yelling her. What are you doing? I've been calling you. You got to take care of this guest. Blah, blah, blah. Because my cousin is a high roller. Like when I say I don't want to say how much he wins. But he wins pretty big. We're talking about six figures when he goes. Some, some big money. So they take care of this guy. So he's yelling at her on speakerphone. And she's oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then he tells her off. I feel weird. I feel awkward. Like, what the fuck is going on? I just feel like my parents are fighting in front of me. It was weird. I hang up. I'm talking to her. She's just, her whole tone changed to me. And she's calling me Mr. Like, I'm a what? And she was so, and I felt, and I, I apologize. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that was going to happen. I was just, they just told me to call him. If my name wasn't a computer, cause you're gonna do it for me, but she wasn't, she wasn't complicated. She was just doing her job. I get it. Like she wasn't rude to me, but after that phone call, she was super nice to me, and it was cool. So anyway, I get to my room. All my cousins from Denver, and they're at least ten deep. They're at some club. It's called Blue Martini. Blue Martini, Martini. If you haven't been there, go there. It's a little bit off the strip, but that shit was cracking. People in Vegas are acting like they haven't party in a year. And I think 
That's exactly what happened. They haven't partied in a year. And in Vegas, you don't have to wear a mask either. Nobody has a mask on. You're walking around casinos. You got the clubs. You're in an Uber, a taxi. Nobody has a mask on. Pool parties, everything. Mask free. It's a weird feeling. Like, okay. Like, it's weird. But it's a good feeling. Like, fuck. I don't have to wear a mask. This is... It, it was... It's weird how little things like that is a big thing now. Not wearing a mask. Who would have thought that, right? In 2019. Who would have thought that? So we go to... I'm at the club. I meet him at the club. I get there around 12, 31 o'clock. And um, everybody's dancing, popping bottle. It's just a good, good vibe. My cousin, he always battles me in a dance battle. And like I said before, I think he cheats. I think he cheats. But maybe he doesn't. He usually... I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. he usually beats me in a dance battle. So he's doing his thing, dancing all crazy. I didn't dance the first night. I didn't want to dance. I go, I'm chilling. They go, why aren't you dancing? I go, I'm just chilling, having a couple of drinks. I'm saving my dance moves for the pool party the next day with DJ Angie V. With DJ Angie V. So I didn't dance. As a matter of fact, I was there for about an hour and a half, two hours tops. I left. I Ubered. They were going all night. I could tell they were going all night. I go, okay, I'm cool. I'm going to go back to my hotel, get some sleep, and it's going to be a long day tomorrow. Now, I told myself, I told myself this, Rock, don't have any slutty hoes in your room in Vegas this weekend. Don't do it. Don't have any hoes in your room. I told myself that you're going to be in good behavior, you're going to chill, you're going to dance, and you're going to have a good time. You don't need hoes in your room to have a good time. I lied. I, I lied. The next day, I had the biggest slut, the biggest hoe that exists. I had the biggest hoe that exists in my room. Spent tonight in everything. Sammy Sam, my buddy. I had two beds and I said, you know what? You could crash out here in my room if you want. Why get a room? The rooms are expensive. I have a free room for my cousin. And, you know, he did me the favor. I could do you the favor. Just save your money, bro. Just, just fucking crash here. So I had the biggest hole in my fucking room in Vegas for sure. Yuck. So he meets me in the morning. Him and another homie, meet me in the morning in my room, shower up, get ready, hit up my cousins, they're ready to go. Where are we going? DJ Angie V is DJing at Encore Beach Club. No, no, for reals. That's a that's a huge deal. That was a that was a whack ass clap. Can you do a better clap than that, please? Come on. Angie V DJing at Encore Beach Club. Come on. Give it up for her, dude. Honestly. Honestly. I don't th- I don't think you guys know for a DJ. I don't think you realize. Yeah, keep going. Keep it going. Honestly, keep it going. I don't think you guys realize what a huge deal it is for a DJ to DJ at Encore Beach Club. That's where the big boys are. 
You got to be somebody. You got to be known. That's where the heavy hitter DJs get noticed, and that's where they blow up. You kind of got to be blown up to DJ there in the first place. But once you make it there, it's a golden ticket. It's a golden ticket. So congrats to DJ Angie V for, for being there. It was amazing. So I hit up Angie V. She said, yeah, come down, meet me in front. I'll get all you guys in. Don't worry. And thank, thank God she got us all in because from what I heard, I heard it's 200 bucks a person to get in. That's regular admission, $200 to get in. That's not even getting bottle service or anything. That's just to get in. There's 10 of us there. Saved us, what, $2,000 of getting in? So we walk in with her. We go with the table by the DJ. And, you know, somewhat we feel like we're kind of special. We're at the DJ booth, the DJ table. We got our bottles. We got, this is a thing. This is a thing. So she gets comp free bottle, which is dope. But we're not gonna drink her bottles, cause that's just rude. She got us in. We're not gonna drink her free bottles that are comp. So you know we get our own bottles. When I say we, I mean my cousin. He ordered bottles for for everybody. So he he ordered these bottles. It's fine. But I'm not a I'm not what you call a freeloader. Like I, and I don't even drink hard liquor in the first place. So I want to get beer. I want to get Coronas. I asked the girl. I go, hey, and this is the least I could do. This is the least I could do. I told the I told the lady, "Hey, can I get a bucket of Coronas? Can I get a bucket of Coronas?" She goes, "Sure, I just need your card." I go, "Cool." Give her my card. And then I'm thinking like the beers, cause the regular size beers, twelve ounces. I'm thinking, okay, like what are they ten, fifteen dollars, twelve bucks for one beer? Not a big deal. I want to pay hundred twenty bucks? Whatever. That's it's nothing. Order the bucket of beer. She comes back. The bill is $250. $250 for a bucket of beer. What the fuck? How much am I paying? I think I was paying about 20 bucks for one 12 ounce can. $20 for a fucking can at the pool party. I was like, what? But I was already committed. I was committed to buying it. I gave her my card. She brings it back, and I'm si- I am have to sign it. I'm not going to tell her to take it back. Everybody's there. I mean, like, what the fuck? So I go, okay, cool. And she goes, yeah, um, we charged 15% for, the, you know, the taxes and gratuity, but you can leave me something extra if you want. Tadacity to this chick. You can leave me something extra if you want. And well, I did. I had to. I mean, that's she gets paid on tips. I get it. So And it cost me, like, I get like. I know it's a cheap tip. I get twenty bucks. It's probably not the best tip in the world. So I end up paying like two seventy for fucking um a bucket of beer. I was like, fuck. But I didn't feel too bad. I could imagine my cousin. I seen the menu for the vodka he was buying. It was like nine hundred bucks or whatever. He got a couple of them. So he's out of at least a couple stacks. He's out of a couple stacks. You know? So I didn't feel too bad. I go, okay, you know what? And you know and you know, like people like us that you know, I mean, I'm not a broke person, but I'm one of those person that, you know, I I count my money. I'm not fucking, I'm not balling. I'm not, I don't try to be a pretend baller or anything like that. So I'm that type, and I think a lot of us are like this, or at least whatever, you know. I go, well, 
I got in free, so that's 200 bucks right there. So at the end of the day, I'm pretty much getting a free bucket. You know, it's like pain, get in. And you start rationalizing and you start making like, okay, it's, it makes sense. And you know what, Rock? You didn't pay for the room, so you're saving money right there. So at the end of the day, you're winning. You know, you start thinking like that. And it's true. Like, you start thinking. That's why I thought. I go, you know what? Dude, it cost me 270 bucks. Like, I got in free. I have a free room. Like, come on, bro. Like, take it easy. Like, it's not, you know? It just, you know, it's whatever. But, yeah, man, it's expensive. But who cares about that? Let me get into this. Let me get into why I'm the dance champion. I'm some real shit. So DJ Angie V is DJing, and she's is she's usually when I hear DJ Angie V, like I hear like playing oldies or freestyle and all this kind of music. I never heard her play. I don't even know the name of it. What do you call? It? I call it techno. I'm fucking old. It's not techno. It's you know that um that. The electric music, I guess. Electric music, that's probably not the word. Whatever. She's playing this kind of... But she's playing hip-hop, too. She's playing all this kind of mixture. And let me tell you something, dude. She was fucking tearing it up. I mean, she was in the zone. She was vibing. It was... Man, it was dope. So I'm there. Amaris, those of you who don't watch DJ Angie V show, Amaris is her sidekick, her roommate, and Amaris is always dancing in the background. Like her... Like, you know, like her hype man, kind of. You know, usually she has... She has Amherst, Marlo. She has her girls with her, but her girls didn't go this time. So, you know, good thing that we had like 10 chicks with us. And it was dope. So I'm there. I'm all jumping up, dancing, you know, hyping her up and this and that. And all the girls are dancing. It was just, it was really cool. And I got in a zone. Like, I never, like, like I was dancing so good. So phenomenal. So amazing. I felt like my I was like an out of body experience where I was hovering over my own body like the stepbrothers and I was looking down at myself dancing. It was something else. It was a sight to see. I was I was on some shit and it was oh, it was amazing. I mean, I wasn't on any shit. I don't, you know what I mean? I wasn't on anything. I was on some coronas. And it, I was just dancing that good. And I danced so good. Sammy Sam's homie, Rudy, who's my homie now too, he goes, dude, I don't know how you do that with your feet. Your feet are incredible f- footwork. And I'm all sweaty. And I'm like, I know. I know. Like, I'm like a master Jedi at dancing. It's crazy. And then my cousin, who always battles me, he comes up to me, shakes my hand. He goes, dude. You're the dance champion. And for him to say that, I know, I fucking know that I did, I did it. I did it. I, I took the title from this guy and it felt good. I was just like, man, like, good shit. Like, they didn't know I snuck out, went to the bathroom. We had our own private bathroom. Went to the bathroom and I'm just like all sweaty, wiping my sweat off. I'm looking in the mirror and saying, you did it, Rock. You really, really did it. So it was so dope. I'm super proud of myself for being a dance champion. But there's a lot more to that Vegas story, and I'll get to it in a little bit. But I do want to take a small commercial break. This episode is brought to you by... Let me give you some dating advice. 
Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill, located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. Okay, okay. Maybe I lied because there's not much to say what else happened in Vegas. Well, I'll tell you what happened. We're going to go eat at that taco spot. The taco spot's amazing. Thanks, Angie V. She bought me some tacos. And she was all, hey, you know, I'm not one. She's all, hey, let me, um, I'm going to buy your tacos for you. I go, Angie V, I could. I mean, I know I spent $270 for drinks. <laughs> but I could afford I could afford tacos. Don't trip. I can buy my own tacos. Matter of fact, I'll buy your taco. What kind of taco are you eating? She goes, no, Rock. Like, I got your tacos. She goes, I'm doing really I'm doing really well right now. Trust me, I'm doing really good. And good for her, doing really well. She goes, trust me, I'm doing good. Let me buy you tacos. Are oh, you doing really good, Hyann? She's like, I'm doing really good, Rock. I'm really blessed right now. Oh, you know what? We'll let you buy my tacos. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get a soda, too. She goes, yeah, get whatever you want. So we at that place. It was dope. We all get back to the hotel. We're kicking in the suite. Um, I smoked. I smoked in Vegas. And, and, you know, on the way up there, I went downstairs. I got me some Flaming Hot Cheetos. Had soda. So we're upstairs. Everybody's getting all ready. We go, okay, where are we going tonight? And, you know, I'm going with it. I'm playing along. I'm just going with it. Everybody's like, okay, when I go to this club or this axis or whatever club. So they're getting, they're all, getting, okay, we're all, we're all going to go to our own rooms. We're all going to shower. We're all going to get ready. And we're all meet up at this time. I'm like, sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. Everybody leaves my room. I close the door. AC's bumping. Quick shower. Get my flaming hot Cheetos. Get my joint. Get my soda. Put a good movie on. I'm done for the fucking night. I am not going anywhere. I knew I wasn't going anywhere. I'm going to do the pool party or I'm going to do the nighttime thing. I'm not going to do both. I just, I can't. I don't want to. And I'm not going to put anybody on blast or put any under the bus but a lot of people that go to vegas they're really energized it's like it's like it's like a red bull but it's in powder like it's i, I think it's a new thing they got it's a red bull energy thing but it looks like baby powder and they do it in their nose some kind of energy thing they're doing over there so they were doing that and i felt like okay well I don't do that. So there, it's a different, everybody's on a different level than me. Not my crowd, but other people that are in Vegas, I'm saying. So I go, I'm not, I can't do that. I'm not, I, I'm just, I'm high. I got my flaming hot Cheetos. I just want to chill. And that's what I did. I was in bed by nine o'clock, like a sweet angel. I woke up at six, well, five forty-five, six in the morning, showered up. I'm ready to go back home and drive home. While I'm walking out of the room, guess who's walking in? Sammy Sam is walking in about six in the morning. I'm leaving. I go all right later, bro. I'm fucking going home. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, I just got back. I go, you're something else. You guys are all. So I can't do that. That's a ugly. That's a ugly feeling to like to get home when it's daylight. I, I I remember those nights. I just feel like a scumbag. I just can't. I can't do that, dude. And I'm not talking shit. Oh, la this is this is a whole different subject by some chick last week. And she's a dope chick. Like, she's cool. She, a matter of fact, she's a chick that on episode, I think it was episode 13, it was the worst best date ever. I think that's what the episode was called. So she's a she's a stoner. 
And she she messaged me about the last episode because I was saying that I wouldn't be with a girl that smokes weed. It's just not my cup of tea or my cup of weed or my bag of weed. How do you want to say? It's not my thing. She says, you know what? I'm going to not listen to your podcast anymore because you talk so much shit about people that smoke weed or something like I go. I go. I wasn't even talking bad. I just say I can't be. I won't be with somebody like that. That's me. That's my preference. I'm not talking shit like. That's not talking shit. She she's tripping, man. She's tripping. But besides that, um, I went home, and then um, so I went. I had to go home on that day because I had to go to Kira Mia's birthday party, Diamuya's birthday party, and that shit was man. That shit was cracking. It's it's crazy being in a room at a dinner table. Like when you grow up, you wouldn't think like that. You're like you're kicking with some some real famous people here. You know, it just the crowd is a bunch of like. Everybody there probably has a million followers or whatever, you know. Everybody has a lot of... I, I, I know for sure at that table, and you probably think I'm weird for even thinking this, but at that table, I was probably the person with the least followers at that table. And it's one of those kind of crowd. But it's a very humble crowd, a very dope crowd. But I want to get to this point because I want your advice on this. And there's some girl there, and she kept fucking with me. And when I mean fucking me, like she was flirting a lot. And it was... It's one thing where you're flirting and you're kind of being nice about it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But then she gets, she was getting, this is at a dinner table. She was getting very, very aggressive. And I mean aggressive. Like she was grabbing my leg, trying to grab my penis under the table. And I'm like, hey, kick it. Like, kick it. Kick it. And at first, everybody was laughing because she was being super aggressive. Like she was being funny a little bit. She was being funny. But at the same time, like I felt awkward. I felt like this doesn't sound weird from a guy. I don't give a fuck. But I felt uncomfortable. I felt, okay, like kick it, dude. So I don't want to be a party pooper and snap at this chick because I was this close to snapping. I go, okay, kick it. What the fuck you doing? So I, I kept trying to get away from her. I'll go talk, you know, the guy come home, he's talking in the corner. I'll go there and talk to them, and she'll come over there and just fucking, like, I know she's being funny at the same time, and I don't know how, how serious she was, but it was just like, okay, like, leave me alone, dude. Like, I'm trying to enjoy this fucking party, and you're just killing, like, you're killing my buzz, dude. I'm just trying to chill. What the fuck? And I went, I went with my friend Amherst. Amherst is my good friend, but she don't know Amherst is my good friend. How does she know that Amherst wasn't my date? You know, she was being very fucking rude, and it was just uncomfortable. Where I go, dude, like leave me. I asked, I was like, tell me, like, leave me alone, like fuck. But I'm saying like laughing. It just, I don't know. I know saying it out loud, I probably sound weird, and I probably sound like a fucking chick. But fool, like I was uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable. It was fucking weird. So I understand girls now. If a guy keeps trying to hit on you at a bar or at a club or wherever the fuck you are. If a guy's hitting on you and you're trying to be nice. And I know a lot of you girls are nice. Like, oh, like, and you go with it. But they don't know how to take a fucking hint. And I understand how a guy flirting with you can ruin your fucking night. Like, okay, leave me alone. I don't want to be with you. Like, fuck. You know, like, and if you come out like that and, you t- and you're straight up with a guy, you say, I don't want to fucking be with you. Leave me fucking alone. Like, now I get it. But then don't say you're a bitch and you're rude. So I was trying not to be a dickhead. I didn't want to be a dick and just fucking tell her, leave me the fuck alone. Like, back the fuck up. Because I'll be like, oh, sound like a dick move. So I was just trying to be kind about it. It was weird. It was just, 
I don't know if she was putting on a show or what the fuck, dude, but, like, it was weird. I felt weird. I felt uncomfortable, but I was trying to do it with a fucking smile on my face. It was awkward. So, but besides that, it was an amazing night. It was so fun. Went to, went to um, Kira Mio's house after hours, and it, it was, it was, it's a, it was a vibe, dude. I, I hate that I said it's a vibe because it sounds so weird, and, um... Some 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 crazy things went on there. Those of you, those of you that follow me on Instagram, they see my story. You seen a little bit of what was going on. It was just trust me, like it was getting kind of weird. Where I go, okay, I'm gonna leave now. Like I'm bouncing. Like shit's about to crack off in this fucking pad. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking leave. I probably sound like a chick again. Cause trust me, it just it was one. It was a fun. It was a fun fucking weekend. I had a blast. Um, yesterday Sunday, I had no plans at all. I just, I just kicked it in my room all day and my room was like messy because i you know how my vegas stuff and this and that so i had to put things away do a little bit of laundry or i didn't do laundry i had to fold clothes because i can't relax i can't I'm, I'm like that i can't relax if shit's not clean around me as far as my room goes i can't just close on the floor i can't relax i gotta put that shit away dude but whatever dude so that was my weekend. There, I mean, there's so many things that went on there. I, I know I'm leaving a shitload of stuff out and probably stuff that I really can't say anyways, to be honest with you. I can't I can't put people, throw people out there like that. Just put this way. It was really an amazing weekend. But we do need to make, take a small commercial break. So we'll be right back. Disciples brought to you by... I have a lot of friends who are self-employed, tattoo artists, barbers, hairstylists, makeup artists, even OnlyFans. You still got to do your taxes, so hit up Jessica Anderson. Do them right. Jessica Anderson's been in the game for over a decade at Belmont Tax Services. Get more bang for your buck. Do your taxes. Get your money right. Hit up 562-686-8125. I repeat, 562-686-8125. Ask for Jessica Anderson. Tara Rocky Nass sent you. Guess what? We have a new sponsor. This is a good sponsor. This is a good sponsor. So I want you to listen to this commercial I made for it. And walk to the family. Ladies, it's summertime, bikini season. Please don't be that girl that tries to shave her own vagina. Razor bumps are more disgusting than having a hairy bush. Get it done professionally. Go to Dee's Marie's Beauty Bar. Get it waxed so you can get waxed. 909-653-776. That's a thing. That is a thing. Trust me. When I tell you girls this, I know you guys think that guys only look at boobs and butts. But let me correct you on that. Most of us guys look at vaginas. We look at camel toes. We look at the shape of the lips. It's a thing. I know it sounds weird, but it's a thing. So it's summertime. So, you know, we're wearing bikinis and whatever, or even like, it's a thing right now. It's in style that girls only wear gym outfits. We talked about, we talked about before, you know, girls are wearing spandex and leotards, where you want it, whatever material it is. So a lot of lips are showing as uh, far as the shape. But if you're in a pool, guys will look at that and they see razor bumps 
it's um it's not a cute sight. It, it really isn't. I recommend you get wax. Hit up D Marie. Trust me, D Marie's Beauty Bar. Look her up on Instagram. Go to my page, Rocky Nash. Type in D, who I follow. You'll see her. Hit her up, dude. Just make it look nice. I don't know where I'm going with this. Just I'm just giving you a heads up that guys look at vaginas. It's a thing. <laughs> I wish I could give you more details on my weekend, how more crazier it went. It, it went berserk, but I mean, I'm not going to put people on blast at what they did. I mean, I'll say somewhat. I think most of my crowd knows if I'm there, there's a chance they might make it to the podcast. There's a chance, but I'm not going to put too many people on blast on that. I would, I would tell you what happened in my situation shit, but I don't even want to even talk about it right now. I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't want to fucking go there. Maybe I'll tell you what happened just one day. Who knows? I just don't want to talk about it right now. Today wasn't really personal. It wasn't ranting. It wasn't venting. It was just my weekend story. It was Monday. So, I mean, there's really no topics today. But I want to thank everybody that fucks with me, man, that listen to Nashville. There's, man, there's a lot of people that listen to Nashville. Thousands and thousands. It's, it's, it's a... It's a weird feeling, but it's an amazing feeling. I feel really blessed that how many of you guys fuck with the podcast. I appreciate that, even with Street Scholars. Thanks to those people that donated. It's amazing. I'm almost at the point where we could do a Wednesday show, but not yet. We're a few hundred donations as far as people, a few hundred people that that need to get on board and whatever. I mean, you don't have to, dude. It's a it, We could do a Monday and Friday. It's, it's really not a big deal. It is what it is. I'm just blessed to you guys even listen to it for free. I think that's fucking dope as it is. Um, make sure you tune in tonight, Street Scholars. Go on to Twitch. You don't have to wait a week to listen to the show. Watch it today live about 8 o'clock. You'll see it on our stories. Want to pump it up. Want to pump it up, dude. As far as the Twitch on Street Scholar, it's going to be fun. So, anyways, everybody have a great Monday. Have a great week. I'll see you guys Friday late.